Welcome to another episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And we saw the Demon Slayer movie. Oh, man. It was so good, everybody. It was very good. You have to go see it. It's so good. If movie theaters are open wherever you live, it's it's worth it. I would definitely watch Demon Slayer before you see yes, the movie. Yes, you will have no idea what's going on. You will know none of the characters. Nope. You will not understand anything. Nope. It's still an enjoyable action movie, I guess. Yeah, I realized after the fact that it is rated R. Yeah, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of violence. A little swearing. Yeah, but we watched uh, the duh, subbed version. Yeah. Subbed, not dubbed. This is where my brain's at right now. It's yes. going to be a great podcast. Subbed as in subtitles. Dubbed, <laughs> dubbed as in dubbed. Translated to English. Dubbed in English, yeah. yeah. It was fantastic, though. It really was a good ride. Ha. Eh, <laughs> I see what you did there. So we're going to talk about Demon Slayer. We're not really going to go into too much of season one. As we watched the whole thing a while ago, but I'll give you the general gist of it, what leads up to this, and we'll cover the characters that are relevant to the movie. Because you're introduced to every character that's in this movie in season one of Demon Slayer, the series. Correct. So, real quick, Demon Slayer follows the journey of Tanjiro Kamado when Tanjiro's family was killed by the demon Muzan. Is it Muzan? Muzan Kibutsuji. Yeah. <laughs> And the only survivor was his sister, Nezko, who was actually turned into a demon. Uh, he basically manages to regain some of Nezko's humanity. And then the quest becomes him trying to turn her into a human again. Uh, and to accomplish this, he joins the Demon Slayer ranks and hunt, he's hunting down Muzan. Basically, that's the overarching... Kibotsuji. I just like saying his, his last name. <laughs> you also like that gack dressed up like him. That's <laughs> Well, the weird, creepy, ironic thing was that we had, like, just finished the series, and then my friend Brittany sent me a link to a YouTube cover video of... He covered the end credits for the movie, Mm. and he dressed as Kibutsuji, because he does really look like him, and honestly, watching the anime, I did... That thought did cross my mind. So, it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my high school nerdiness comes out. <laughs> we basically, a very basic plot that's also hilarious. You listened to a lot of Japanese music in high school, didn't you? Yeah, it was like 8th grade through like 11th grade. A lot. See, I, I watched anime, but I never really got super into the, the Japanese music. music theme. I'm more into it now. And yet you walk away anytime I start playing you a song. <laughs> I don't walk away. You just play me really strange music. They, a lot of it is very strange. I, now, when I say I like Japanese music, I like the anime intros to some of the anime we watch. I told you Larkin Seal does the theme song for Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> the one, the our least favorite one is Aruma Kun. Yeah. The opening is so bad. We just play Dear Maria over it now. <laughs> I'm so sick of those TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> we went off on a very long tangent there about J-Rock and J-Pop. So okay. back to the characters in season one. <laughs> so Tanjiro, he's our main protagonist. 
Uh, as stated before, uh, he's searching for a cure for his sister's demon curse. Um, that's what I'm going to call it mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, and he's doing so by collecting uh, the blood of demons that he kills. Because that's how he hears the method of doing it. Uh, his sword style is the water form. And sometimes fire, too. That's it, towards the end of season one. That is... Or is that... It's, it's true and it's not true. Okay. It is a earlier version of it. They kind of touch on it in the movie. They do. And they you see it once at the end of... I think at the end of season one, you see him mm-hmm. go through it once. That specific sword style is the style of his father... Yes. And there's a lot more plot point to that actually later. And that he actually adapts that sword style later in the anime. You've been watching stuff without me? No, actually I have not. <laughs> but I went down a, a rabbit oh, hole of, of stuff and I was like, I don't want to read all this. Yep. Just yep. how you got spoiled for I got it. spoiled for part of the movie, yes. So I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, our next character is Nezko. Uh, that is his sister. She is a demon that hunts other demons with him as she has some control over herself. Yeah, she has a bamboo piece of bamboo as almost like a muzzle over her mouth to help control her. Yes, yeah, so she doesn't eat humans and she regenerates herself by sleeping. <laughs> yes. So obviously she can't be in sunlight, so she's able to... Her powers are some kind of demon fire. Specifically, she can set things on fire that she touches. Mm-hmm. She's got incredible strength. She's got the claws. She can change her size. And she can change her size up and down. <laughs> and she is... Freaking adorable. She's very cute. You bought me a hoodie. And, is, and the, a figurine. The figurine that we're pointing to, like everybody can see <laughs> us right now. She has a Tanjiro and a Nezco figurine. And the story behind it is we got her Nezco. They canceled. They said my shipment was lost. And they refunded me. So I ordered Tanjiro. And then Nezco came in the mail the next day. Yes. So we got a free... Thank you, Amazon. Thank you, Amazon. Hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) The next character, Zenitsu. He's one of his uh, fellow Demon Slayers, and I would say his friend at this point. Uh, Yep. When he is awake, he is the biggest coward in the entire planet. Uh, When he is asleep, he uses the lightning style that he was trained under, and he is super in love with Nesco. Very in love. He took a while for me to get used to. Like, I didn't really like him when he, for like the, probably the first like half of the Demon Slayer series. He's really obnoxious. Yes. But he grows on you. He does. And when he faints and goes into his lightning style, it's ridiculous. He is, he is very powerful. He's very powerful and very fast, and it's really funny. He's a very much a comedic relief in a way, I would say. For sure. Uh, his character reminds me of Asta. He is the main character of Black Clover, but Asta is less annoying than this character. But he's loud and boisterous like that character. I will take your word for it because you are watching Black Clover without me. Oh, well, I did that for a reason. I know. We had this discussion on a walk the other day. <laughs> Our next is my personal favorite, favorite. character is Inosuke. He's another one of Tanjiro's followers uh, and a, he's a demon slayer. 
He wears a boar helmet, uh, mainly because he looks like a, his face is very feminine. Very feminine, very pretty, and people do not take him seriously. And he has like a deep guttural voice. Deep guttural too. voice. He's super muscular, yes. super masculine. Other than his face is yes. just like looks like a beautiful woman's face. Hence the boar head. Yep. Uh, his style is the beast style, and his instincts are off the chart. He often competes with Tanjiro, even though he likes him a lot. Yes, that comes up a lot in the movie as well. Yeah, he like he'll. In the animated series, he headbutts him once, and Tanjiro's head is super hard, and he knocks himself out and gets really mad about <laughs> I it every about time. That. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like when Nesco headbutts him in the uh, in the movie, in the movie, and she starts bleeding, uh-huh. <laughs> gets really mad. Is it Kyojiro? Kyojiro, yes. Uh, that's the he's the flame Hashira. The Hashira is the basically leader of that style, style. I, yeah that's a good way of style in the demon slayer corpse so he is achieved almost like the peak of the demon slayer corpse is a hashira basically mm-hmm. uh and his uh, obviously he's the flame style master uh he's incredibly strong and fast and he accompanies tanjiro and friends on the mugen train mission yeah, I mean, he's in, what, maybe two episodes yeah, You of don't the really series, see you... anything of him before that other than you see all the Hashiras together at one point. Yeah, because there's a meeting going on at HQ. But yeah, I don't even know if he says much of anything. You just no, know he... that he's on the train. Yeah, he initially objects to Nezuko as... Part of the Demon Slayer Yeah, ranks. being allowed being allowed to live yeah, as fair well. fair enough, yeah. Then we have, what is it, Enmu? I think so. He is a... In the in the demon side of things, there's a lower rank and an upper rank, and then there's just regular demons. Yeah, there's twelve. There's twelve like high ranking demons. There's the upper six and the lower six. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Upper six, lower six. So yes. yeah, he is the lower moon rank one. Uh, he's the he's dream manipulation and sleep would be his powers putting yeah. things to sleep, and he's the main antagonist of the Mugen Train arc. Yeah. He's the only surviving lower moon. Yeah, lower, at, that we know of six. right now. So all the other ones, we'll get to that in a minute, but all the other ones are dead, so... Yes, very graphically, too. Yes. Uh, Akaza, he's the upper moon rank three. He's another antagonist in the Mugen Train arc. Uh, martial arts and superior regeneration ability. Did we be. see him in the series? No. They, okay. They, he's the first upper moon that you see. Okay. I think season two will obviously get more upper moon ones. <laughs> that would be my assumption, but... So prior to the Mugen Train arc, this is just a quick lead up to it. Uh, the leader uh, Muzan of the demons, he kills all the lower moons because basically those ones keep dying frequently. Yeah, they say it in the movie, but the upper six haven't changed in like centuries. But the lower ones change frequently. They get yeah. ki- they're the ones that end up getting killed. Uh, he, but he doesn't kill rank one as he just kind of. Enjoys, Gro- grovels enough in a way yeah. he's almost sadistically like enjoying watching him yeah. kill the other ones and so Muzan gives him blood and makes him more powerful and basically he gives him a huge power up and makes him stronger and then that leads them going to the demon train yeah basically he says go go kill tanjiro or the uh demon slayer with the earrings mm-hmm. and you'll get more of my blood what do you give season one overall this is just a quick, because we didn't really cover much of season one, but what did you think of the series up to before Mugen Train? It's so good. It starts out so dark. Like, if you watch the first episode, watch the next episode, because it's very, very heavy. 
And then after the first episode, I mean, it's still a very heavy series, but that first one, I mean, his family gets slaughtered, so it's great. The gruesome, the deaths are incredibly gruesome in this show. Yes. Incredibly gruesome. Yes. I would give the season a nine overall. You really liked it, though. Yeah, I did. That's high praise. It is. (laughs) I made you give something a ten. I don't remember what it was. There's that one episode of... uh, Shield Hero? Yes, where they put Mai on trial. Mm Mm-hmm. I made you give it a 10. It was a 10. See, there you go. I didn't even have to make her. She just gave it a 10, everybody. <laughs> there were no threats Jedi in the Jedi mind tricks. There's no, there's no threats. There's <laughs> no secrecy. <laughs> I, These aren't I, the droids you're looking for. Sorry. Yeah, I give this... This is one of my favorite animes yeah. to date. Other than Slime, I think this is up there in like my top five. I don't really have the other three rounded up, but like the top two are Slime in this one for much different reasons. Yes, they are very different animes. I really like the art style of this one, especially when they have like a concern look, like whenever Nezco gets all freaked out by um, Zen- not Zenitsu, Zenitsu, yeah. and her eyes just the pupils on them, uh-huh, and those they're ones, just the dots. <laughs> they go between this incredibly cartoonish looking to like this really fancy anime style, and it just makes me laugh every time they juxtapose between the two. Mm-hmm. It's really good. All right, our movie Mugen Train. Boom, 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 boom. All right, quick spoiler free, uh, and then we'll have the wife go through some of the uh, the plot points on here. <laughs> yeah, you've done a lot of reading. Yes. Uh, so the uh, spoiler free part for everybody, uh, after this point, uh, we'll give you a spoiler warning, but Chandro and fellow Demon Slayers board a train that has rumors of passengers and Demon Slayers disappearing when they encounter many, th- while well, they encounter many threats and have to defeat several different, several different, Several demons, I cannot read, goodness gracious, conquers their own dream worlds and save the passengers of the Mugen train. They have to do all this ridiculous stuff. Yes. It's action-packed, guys. It's a lot of fun. Inosuke's hilarious. (laughs) Yes. Just really, if you like Demon Slayer and you get a chance to see the movie, like we said before, please go see this movie. I believe it came out the day that we saw it. So Friday, April 23rd. I can't see my calendar from here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, today's the 25th. 23rd. Uh, In case you guys are planning on seeing this movie, we are going to give our review, like our score right now, because after this, we're going spoiler mode. And the movie just came out in the U.S., so yes. this is one of the few podcasts where I'm like, let's give people some time to see it. Fair enough. So what would you give the movie? I would also give it a nine. Okay. They, I was hoping they wouldn't end it where they ended it, and I was hoping they'd go a little bit farther, because yeah. it ends in just a really, really sad note. I'm not. It does. We're gonna, it ends on a sad note. It's a very heavy film. But I would say an 859, I would agree with you. It's really good. Yes. And it was really enjoyable. If you get a chance, if you watch the anime subbed, I would watch the movie subbed if you get a chance. It was really good. Yeah, there were, actually, there were multiple showings at our movie theater. We picked one that was subtitled, but the later ones, the ones later in the evening were the dubbed ones. So they had both options that you could choose from. Okay. So pay attention if you're looking and interested. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to have Chrissy read 
kind of the synopsis, the plot points here, and we can kind of discuss things as we go through. Okay. Do you have questions? Because this was all I printed out. No, I mean at this okay. point, it was. It, I just I wanted just to our do, thoughts. Just our thoughts on the movie. We really didn't cover Demon Slayer too much. No, so we I, didn't. It's kind of weird to start asking you questions about something that nobody's heard us talk about before. That's true. But. If I think of something along the way, we will. This was kind of more impromptu type up because I really wanted to talk about the movie with everybody here. It was so good. it was very good. Okay, so <laughs> my turn to read very poorly. Mm-hmm. Enmu, who's the uh, lower moon rank one, yep, is holding people hostage by forcing them to stay awake. And now able to sleep? What is... I, I think something got cut off there. Something I must got... So I, I meant to type up here that he's forcing humans to stay awake. Uh, to and, do his bidding. So his, with the promise of letting them sleep after he does their bidding. Yes. So these people have been up for God knows how long yes. at this okay. point. So he uses his blood magic to put the passengers and demon slayers to sleep and sends... All of them into their dreams to kill their spiritual cores of... Well, he cares about the demon slayers. Yeah, the spiritual cores. The other ones, he, the humans he can just eat. Yeah, he'll just eat. He wants to eat them all at once at the very end and just have like a nice smorgasbord. Yeah, so they went to a point real quick. Oh, I just bumped in the table. Sorry. Yep. They went to a point where they... He basically said that demon slayers are tricky because some of them will wake up and cause issues. So he doesn't want them to wake up or do anything while he's trying to consume all the humans at that point. Yeah, he gets like four kids that are all, they all seem to be on their own or they want something or the one is very sick, he has tuberculosis, Mm -hmm. and basically like promises, if you do my bidding, I'll let you guys dream again. And he, to invade their dreams, they have to basically tie a rope to one of the Demon Slayer's wrists and then a rope to one of theirs. And he said, don't touch their bodies while you're putting the ropes around their wrists because they could basically wake up because demon slayers are tricky. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're kind of crazy. They are. Tanjiro and gang all have different dreams and find different ways to wake up. Once Tanjiro fights Enmu, he soon discovers that the train itself is Enmu's body. Yeah, so they have a big epic fight scene and he cuts off Enmu's head because that's usually how they have to kill the demon is decapitate them. Yes, that way they can't regenerate at all. And then this one, at this point, he cuts off his head and he goes, this was too easy. And it turns out that Enmu... Basically needed uh, to stall so that mm-hmm. he could turn the entire train into his body. His what was your body. favorite dream? <laughs> they were all very different so two of them were more serious, and the other two were silly. I feel like Inosuke's was probably the best, because he was just, like, the leader of the pack, and he had all of his underling, his quote-unquote underlings, which were Nezuko, Inosuke, and Tanjiro. But they were in animal forms they as well. So ne- Nezuko had bunny ears, uh, and he coaxed her with an acorn to do what he yes. wanted. <laughs> and then uh, Tanjiro was a raccoon. And then Zenitsu was a beaver? I think he was a beaver or some, beaver or, yeah, some, kind, of, some kind of squirrely looking yeah. creature. And he was attacking the train in his sleep. Yes. Because he thinks it's a giant beast. Yes. And throughout the movie, he's trying to get out the window and do all sorts of stupid well, stuff. Was that also your favorite dream? Uh, I would say that was my favorite dream, mm-hmm. but not my favorite subconscious. My favorite subconscious was uh, Zenitsu's. Oh, yeah. 
So each of the demon slayers, like the, these guys, are trying to uh, kill their cores. So the the flame Hasha, Hashira, Hashira, he basically he doesn't wake up, but he he knows something's going on. chokes the like holds the girl in choking position as she's trying to attack his spiritual core. So she like falters, and so she basically is basically hovering in the air and being choked. Yes, <laughs> and that's what he's doing in real life, even though he's still asleep. he's still asleep in his dream. <laughs> uh, Tanjiro kills himself in his dream to wake up. He never goes into his subconscious, but the guy that enters his subconscious is led to his spiritual core. Which is just so nice. Because he's just so calm and peaceful and then in there and he doesn't want to kill him anymore because yeah. of how soothing his spiritual like core the, is. Like the cloud spirits that live in like his subconscious lead him to the spiritual core and he's, he's a, like you know why i'm here and yet you still let me to what i have to destroy and they're all just super cute and super nice yeah they're just super happy it's super calm in there uh in case subconscious he was basically chasing her as a rabid boar yes chasing the girl a giant rabid boar and she's chasing him around and she's freaking out and then Zenitsu's was really pissed off that uh nezko was not in there and he chased the guy with scissors yes yeah, he's like, how dare you be in here? This is a place for Nezco only. Like, no men, only girls. And he just chases her around. And chases, the, oh, it's a guy around. And yes. it was hysterical. Yes. Uh, Tanjiro's, that one's probably my, like, favorite of the heavy ones. Just because we- he goes back, he gets transported back to like his family life like everything he just dealt with for the last however long it's been has been a perfect dream and like runs into his brothers in the forest and just like sobs and tells Mm -hmm. them i'm sorry and hugs them and like if you've ever lost anyone and you've Mm -hmm. wanted that moment again like that was heartbreaking Mm -hmm. yeah it it had me tearing up quite a bit in that movie yeah it was very good and you know he just falls back into his life but there's a couple moments where, like, he realizes something's off. So, like, he goes to pick up firewood and he's got it loaded into a basket on his back. And he picks it up and says, ready, Nezco? And then it's like, that was a weird thing for me to say. Mm-hmm. And then he does he a couple other things. And then his, his subconscious tries to wake him up, basically. He smells Nezco's blood. That's what it is. She gets out of her box and she tries to wake him up, like shakes everybody, nobody wakes up, and then she headbutts him, which does (laughs) nothing, and then she starts bleeding and he smells her blood and is like, okay, I need to wake up. Something is going on. If everybody else is sleeping, we're screwed. Mm -hmm. Because they thought they were done killing all the demons and they were not. Yeah, they... The tickets got punched, they kill two demons, but they actually fall asleep after that point. The magic is set and everyone falls asleep on the train. Correct. Okay. Oh, yes. So, that was just covering their dreams. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so after he wakes up, he basically runs through the train and he finds the demon at the top and he fights Enmu and then he kills him and then Enmu basically shows him that he is the train and takes over the whole thing at that point. Yeah, while he's doing that, he does ask Nezko to try to wake up everybody else. And so she sets... The ropes on fire. The ropes on fire so that they're severed. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't remember how she wakes the rest of them up. I it doesn't like, show you, okay. actually. It doesn't show you how they wake up. But Inosuke wakes up first. Yes. And then he goes to help 
fight the actual yes. train itself. Uh, the flame Hashira wakes up and he he's a freaking BA man. He just he runs through the is. train. He's very fast. He hits things super hard. He causes such damage to the train itself that it's going to take him a while to recover and that's what gives them the opportunity to fight the thing. Yeah, so they get coordinated with everything and, you know, Enmu's trying to... Eat the passengers? Eat the passengers and so... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zenitsu? No, the... Uh, Flame Hashira. Kyojiro. There yeah. we go. There's my notes. Kyojiro basically is like, okay, I can protect... Eight of the cars. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can protect... You guys take care Two of Two other him. people can protect five of them. Yeah, so Nezuko is fighting off, and then Zenitsu is protecting Nezuko at, yes. as well. He's passed out. Yes. He's <laughs> so ridiculous. And he looks really super cool, and I'll protect you, and then... It falls back asleep. Uh-huh. Yes. And then Inosuke and Tanjiro try to go after the head. Which, Which is, is the front of the train. Yes, by where they load the coal. Mm-hmm. And they eventually, they're able to sever the neck, which derails the train. Yes. At that point. Yes. And he get, Tandro gets stabbed by the conductor because he also wants to sleep. Yes. So that's something you find out. But he saves him, and he gets derailed, and he is like, he's in pain, and he can barely get up. Yeah, he's basically getting ready to watch the sunrise going, oh crap, I'm about to die. And then the flame Hashira uh, teaches him how his breathing, how he can staunch his bleeding with his breathing technique. Yeah, that was really cool. So he teaches him how to do that, which was really cool. He's still very injured, but the bleeding, the internal bleeding has stopped, which is good. Yes. So, the last paragraph we have right mm-hmm. here. So, after Inosuke and Tanjiro finally defeat Enmu and derail the train, Akaza shows up and an epic fight breaks out between Kyojiro and Akaza. In the end, Akaza kills Kyojiro and ex- escapes into the forest, leaving Tanjiro and gang to grieve. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's the f- a very simple way to put it. It was, yes, yeah. to summarize it up that way. But he gets off the train... He helps him social bleeding, and then Akaza shows up, and he tries to kill Tanjiro, but Flam- uh, Kyojiro stops him from from killing uh, Tanjiro, and then this big fight breaks out between the two, and it's just he can't they can't even keep up with the they can't even watch them go back and forth. No, the, it's a really cool fight scene, and it lasts a while, but they do jump out to Inosuke and Tanjiro watching, and it's just like dust clouds like they can't see anything because mm-hmm. it's so fast and the what's his name akaza the was he rank three rank three rank three just basically is like you're a really good fighter but you'll never be the best because you're human but if i turn you into a demon we can fight for all eternity <laughs> i just like he's like i refuse yeah and he's just like no yeah i, I met you and i don't like you yes <laughs> he's, he's just he's so very blunt. serious He's very straightforward. He's very thorough. Yeah, when you first see him, he's just eating food and going, delicious. After every single bite. Delicious. Very loudly. <laughs> and everyone's freaked out about it. And they're like, I think we covered this already? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wasn't sure if I was really going to like him, but he grew on me after like the first six minutes of seeing him. Yes. And so, I mean, quickly the fight starts going downhill for him because he can't recover or heal. 
he slices the guy's arm off like 50,000 times. And he heals instantly. Yeah. Like, that's how high-ranking of a demon he is. Yeah, he heals and his martial arts are crazy. And in the end, he punches a hole into... It's, was it solar plexus? Yeah. And he's like, this, this will kill you. You will die if, unless I turn you into a demon. But what he does, since the sun was coming, he basically grabs his arm throws his sword in and grabs his other arm and is trying to push his sword through without through his neck yeah. without letting him escape yes and so you think at that point that he's going to make him hit the sunset and the guy cuts off his own arms to get away at that point he rips his own arm off yeah i really thought they were going to do it so that they would like both die because unfortunately i was spoiled that kyotaro did not survive this mm-hmm. So I knew it was going to happen at some point. I wasn't sure when. And it's just its how it ends. And it's very sad. Mm-hmm. You and I were both crying in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanjiro, <laughs> once he, when the Akasa's running through the woods, he throws his sword and impales him, but he still manages to get away. My only thought when that happened, because he got him like in the other arm, like right above the heart, all I could th- hear was Thanos telling Thor, you should have gone for the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then snapping his fingers. It was a good hit, though. It was a very good hit. Not knowing, like, not being able to fully see. It was uh, impressive. Yeah. But yeah, he's yelling and crying, and they have a conversation with Kyojiro, and then eventually he dies. He sees his mother, and then... Get that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Is all very, very sad. Everything Mm -hmm. he tells, like, the whole conversation that he has with Tanjiro is... It's very heartfelt, and it's very, like, keep studying, keep doing everything. Mm -hmm. Just live... Mm-hmm. And then like you, the best person you can be. Yeah, you get a brief scene of all the other Hashiras and some of the other characters. Finding out that he, he died. died. Yeah, because the crow... The crows are their information chain, and they talk and they spread the information around. And so you see all the other Hashiras being really pissed off. Yeah, and then when he's, you know, dying and gets to see his mom and ask, like, did, did I live up to your expectations? It's like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. I'm tearing up just thinking about it. Don't make me cry. I know, me too. <laughs> so, <sighs> again... Uh, our view, nines. It's yes, good. It's, it's very really, good. really, really good. It, it is as close to perfect of an anime movie that I think you're going to get. Yeah, I'm glad they did it as a movie and not as like a arc, arc in a season. It worked. Worked better as a continuous, continuous thing. That would have been yeah. really hard to break up as a, uh, a chain of events, yeah, I feel. Yeah, like a five or six episode arc kind of thing. Because the movie was like an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. That way they can kick into season two with some of the other arcs of the thing. Yeah, season two is supposedly coming to Japan in like fall of this year. So maybe US next year. Probably. Is my guess. Yeah, that would probably be. End of the year. Yeah. Something like that. Well, we're going to encourage everybody here to go see it. If you did see the Demon Slayer movie... Let us know what you thought about it. Send us an email. Please. We're Tell looking us. for emails, Twitter. <laughs> uh, we are at gaming marriage at gmail. Oh, at gaming marriage. Is, <laughs> Do you want me to say these? <laughs> and, at Twitter, we're at gaming marriage and gaming marriage at gmail.com. Correct. Please email us. We have no friends. We have no friends. <laughs> Ben, you're not podcasting with us yet. What the heck? We still haven't set a date for Super Mario. Tom Odyssey. Winters, get up here. You got a podcast with a podcast with us as well. That way, someone can talk coherently <laughs> if they... while they're here. He can tell us how much he hates Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, we need that. 
That way we haven't added one more person into the docket. <laughs> They'll come up for a baby shower. We'll be like, sorry, guys, we got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys open all the presents without us. We got stuff we got to do. We got stuff to do upstairs, everybody. <laughs> Excellent. We are. There is potential for a new game that we're going to start playing. Uh, again, we are playing Super Mario Odyssey right now. Uh, Returnal or Near Automata, not Automata, Near Replicant, Replicant. Uh, the PS4, 5 version. The remake of the game. Yeah. So we're either playing that or we're playing Returnal, and we finally get a new video game podcast up soon, which is the name of our channel. We might as well just change it. I really have thought about changing it, but I feel like that would disappoint a lot of people. We should do an episode about the uh, latest expansion for Stardew Valley. And talk about Ginger Island, just uh-huh. to have some sort of... Video game in there? Yeah. Yeah, we do need a video game podcast. Yeah. We need to get back into that. Yeah, we've been lazy. It's been a lull, though. Yeah. It really has been a lull for games right now. It, it's Coming up, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy, then there's going to be a baby, and then that's going to be an issue. Yeah, the baby will be <laughs> just crying in the background of the podcast, and we'll go, hold on. <laughs> We're going to pause this. We'll be back. All right, everybody, we'll catch you later. Bye.